0: It's about that time. Let's go. Uh, uh. Welcome to the clubhouse. This is Bella's Weekly Digest. Every Wednesday, make sure that the time's set. Everything blockchain news on the day to day. Bella's here to tell you, Shirley, take it
1: away. Those people who are not aware of our uh, Weekly Digest, then uh, welcome. And uh, I am Sirli Valge, I'm the CEO at VELAS and uh, VELAS is the world's first artificial intuition empowered blockchain and an ecosystem of decentralized products. And uh, on behalf of our team, welcome to the VELAS Weekly Blockchain Digest. So actually our internal analytical um, analytics team was creating this um, digest only for uh, in- internal usage for the team past Uh, seven months but now we decided to share it so every every week there is a new digest up on velas.com's last digest and uh, as always i'm joined by my co-host delphine forma who is chief compliance officer at tal board member of the open vasp association and a prominent voice in the global blockchain ecosystem thank you for joining delphine
2: Thank you, Shirley. Um, so tonight, as I announced before, we're focusing on the non-fungible token trend, uh, which is taking the industry by storm. And as some of you know, I'm, I'm absolutely passionate about that topic, so I'm super happy we're finally doing an episode on that. So for the, for the little history, uh, in 2018, four Ethereum developers authored the ERC721 token standard. More commonly known as NFT, so NFTs are probably, um, are probably scared probably digital items, whether uh, that be digital collectibles, tickets to an event, in-game items, or music, or music, or even video snapshots. Uh, and the last, the last most famous part I think was a digital art from Beeple uh, that is now selling from six point six million. So today we have a special guest, yes. Georg is here with us, which is really cool, mm-hmm. we are very excited about that.
3: Thank you uh, very much, that you invited me?
2: <laughs> of course, thank you for joining. So Georg is an art advisor who specializes in crypto and blockchain art, NFTs, digital art, generative art and vintage computer art from the 60s era. So George, welcome. Uh, it would be nice if you can tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, I've heard that you have been uh, involved with the exhibition of the CryptoPunk in Zurich in 2018. So please give us some more background about yourself.
3: Okay, well, thank you first uh, for inviting me. Um, I'm coming actually from a art background. Uh, I've been in the art business for like 15 years and discovered, uh, um, well, this whole blockchain crypto valley um, (laughs) movement here in Zug which which was very very fascinating for me Um, and I met a lot of very creative people and I realized that uh, this well there's a more creative impulse uh, happening in in this uh, digital digital uh, uh, tech space uh, than actually in the former art world that I was coming from, and I always had a, a great interest in uh, digital art, and I was uh, previously running a gallery where we showed some some early computer artists from the 60s. Um, we specialized in generative photography and did a few shows on digital art and then i suddenly discovered this uh, amazing medium uh, blockchain for art where some of the artists have shown like uh, very revolutionary artworks um, which opened up my eyes for something new and yes i mean you mentioned that um, that I uh, presented the uh, CryptoPunks. Um, well, uh, that's uh, actually two two artists or programmers, uh, Matt Hall and John Watkinson. And we even uh, invited uh, John Watkinson uh, to Duke. Uh, so we had a, a, a little presentation at one of the events here uh, in the Crypto Valley, and then. Uh, Like one week later, I think uh, we had the opening of the exhibition of the CryptoPunks, which was uh, quite a nice success at that time. Um, We presented uh, nine artworks by them and we sold all of the nine. And I think those people who bought one, they were quite lucky because uh, nobody would have thought that uh, these artworks would become so Expensive in such a long, uh, such a short uh, time. Yes. So,
1: so this is actually this was my first experience uh, when Georg introduced me to uh, crypto banks, and uh, like I, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't um, listen to his advice back then and uh, got one to myself when I had the chance at, at these low prices back then. Because right now they're trading at 1 million even?
3: Yeah, probably. I I don't know how much these... uh, You know, we actually presented uh, uh, like like a a hybrid form of CryptoPunks. They were um, physical prints and um, they... uh, Well, together with the print, there was also an envelope which was sealed and uh, in the envelope there was the private key which gave access to the digital crypto punk, the uh, digital twin. So um, now what we've seen so far are um, sales uh, of, of uh, digital um, crypto punks on, on different platforms. But I, I don't know how much uh, such a physical work would cost nowadays. Um, so far, I I don't think there was any any such artwork sold, but uh, we'll see.
2: <laughs> yeah, and on my side, I'm so disappointed because I remember, Charlie, you told me about this exhibition. I was like, oh, it's Zurich, it's too far, I can't be bothered to go. So I also missed out big time, right? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but after okay. that, it
1: kind of uh, it kind of disappeared from the. I don't, it wasn't so popular anymore in between.
2: No, I think uh, like from the last past, you know, like in 18, 19, 18, 19 20, it, no one. This really... was back in 2018.
1: I think. Yeah. Um.
3: Yes, actually, I, I have to say that there were also some other very interesting artists in the show, and um, I mean, they were they're probably not yet so um, well known because um, at, at the moment there is a hype of and, and there's a, f- a few artists which are very successful like like people that you mentioned before of ferocious uh this 18 year old guy who who just uh, f- uh sold like uh, 600 uh sneakers in f- seven minutes uh which were kind of made with his um artworks and um i mean he just sold uh like uh, I, I think he made like three million within seven minutes uh this was <laughs> quite amazing i mean uh you wouldn't see that in in the art market like in the traditional art market it's it's always so difficult to sell an artwork it takes so much time and and to arrange everything to transport uh, invoice etc and and now in in the nft market we have uh have this uh, amazing liquidity, liquidity, and um, uh, artists who, yeah, I mean, who were totally unknown. They just suddenly become like superstars.
4: <laughs>
3: Very often, yeah, uh, they have it, a lot of followers as well. On,
0: uh, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the, did you guys see what happened with Blau when he did the NFTs for his album just recently? The DJ. Yes he raised like 11 like, uh, million dollars on his album
4: yeah
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen yeah. that too. i think it was in the yeah. music this week i was like oh my god this is cool yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe I've, I've i should followed him. my job
0: <laughs> yeah i've followed him for a long time and uh that's just it's that's just mind-blowing that he was able to generate that type of revenue and and people you know the, the thing that i think is really amazing about nfts is is people are finding like multiple forms of value within it like what in the past, like an artist would release an album, and and then there'd just be his music, and then he would make his money off his streams or his downloads, right? But now there's like there's multiple roads that they can kind of, you know, that they can basically give to their fans and the people that follow them, and it just opens up so many doors, you know. It, I mean, it's really exciting time for the yeah. space, really.
2: And and recently, I think like, there was an artist, that, uh, I think it was Canadian artist that noise he also had uh, to you know give some things with fun, he's doing NFTs of like a concert ticket with some special uh seat, you know, in front rows and things like that. So I think it's it's a quite a cool way and um and also, you know, everything relating to the royalties, right? I mean like an artist, you know, sell his work with meaning music or art, then each time the artwork is reselled you can have a smart contract and then the artist will get a return and get the royalties on it. So I think he, very interesting, and it might, might also change you know, the way uh, the music industry is is working.
3: I think uh, the, the the artists are profiting a lot from this movement. Um, I, I mean, uh, a lot of a lot of the visual artists are not so dependent on galleries anymore, so they can escape this uh, old system and they have a, a much larger cut in in the sales uh, yeah. at least so far um the platforms are not charging that much and uh there's so much more liquidity and uh there's also a, a few very interesting projects um like uh, like for example this uh, pizza dao project which uh which is kind of like the largest uh, pizza party in the world. So they they're gonna launch ten thousand artworks, um, which which are like a collaborative art um, made by about three hundred artists, and they uh, generate. Um, well, they create. Uh, each artist is creating a topping, and then they generate these pizzas. And they, well, well, all the revenues will be actually used for a good, for a good, uh, for the good uh, reason, um, because they're going to give away some free pizza. So um, there will be a lot of pizza parties around the world. And I'm just about to uh, talk to some people to also uh, have a pizza party in, in our hometown in Zug. So...
2: Yay! That
3: sounds great. I I am a
2: poet. I am a (laughs) poet.
3: But I mean, you know, this is so fascinating. You know how you can create an artwork where so many people are participating, and also they created a like a social token. So those people who help um, building this project, they they get this uh social token as a reward and uh with the social token you can uh, get like a t-shirt or something you know i mean this is uh such a fascinating um uh system you know which you can build up and how you can create a large artwork and um as as an art historian i i look back to uh, artists like joseph boyce you know who were doing artworks uh, within a, a large community and um, they they were trying to change society with art so i think uh, these kind of artworks are very very similar to artists like joseph boyce in the 60s 70s
2: uh, yes, indeed. I mean, like this, I mean, I, I think it's fascinating. So it is. There's so many things going on right now. Um. Okay. So maybe we, we should start because we're, we're talking about it. We are both passionate about those, all this all these topics. But you know, let's get back a little bit on uh, Bitcoin yeah. blockchain and then we come back to the NFT later. Yeah. Um, so every
1: week, every week we have started with the Bitcoin news. It has shifted somehow, and uh, and <laughs> let's get let's just quickly. Uh, Jump on the Bitcoin uh, talk. <laughs> yeah,
2: let, let's let's get that out of the way, right? Um, so this week, you know, last week uh, we saw the Bitcoin price. Um, you know, first last week it get quite down, right, and then it mm-hmm. get it recover a little bit. And we are hearing more voices saying that you know, 100k per Bitcoin is going to be possible by the end of the year. Other are speculating that it might get to 1 million. So what do you guys think about that? Shirley, you want to
1: start? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I think we are seeing more signs that Bitcoin is about to replace gold as an asset class. And market cap of gold today is around 10 trillion dollars. So the supply of gold is not limited, whereas Bitcoin supply is limited to 21 million so if we do a simple math, then if Bitcoin was to substitute gold at some point, it would need to be worth more than five hundred thousand per Bitcoin. If you if you divide ten trillion with twenty one million limited supply, then it gives us five hundred thousand. So this is this is an easy um, math showing what the Bitcoin value could be eventually.
2: So that would be a very nice, Jorg. What do you think about that?
3: Well that's very interesting to hear. Um I'm I'm not sure I I was I was always questioning what what is going to happen if let's say the stock market crashes is because you know if if yeah. if I listen to Shirley then this would uh, mean that um everybody would uh, try to save their money probably in bitcoin. So the bitcoin yeah. price would go up but i have the feeling that this wouldn't happen i think it would affect the bitcoin price as well if if the um stock market would go down but i i might be wrong i mean i i heard also um uh, i was just reading i think uh, philip sundner from uh, from the frankfurt uh, blockchain um, um university uh, he was predicting that it's probably gonna go up to 200,000, um within the next maybe two years. Um it's quite yeah. optimistic. I don't well know I if... mean it's
0: it's actually trending the same way. So if you look at the metrics from twenty seventeen bull run, which was a lot of it was retail FOMO. Um if you look at that and then you, you comparatively you were to look at how we are as far let's say we're I don't know a third of the way or like halfway in the bull run. Uh, we're right on track to being somewhere, and if you also look at the stock to flow model, I don't know if you guys look at that. Um, it that all those indicators point to the same thing. So the metrics are there for it to do it. Um, I my only thing that I would think about is there's so many. I mean, there there's like a kind of like a mental barrier. Like when when Bitcoin hits 100k, I think a lot of people are going to be ready to dump their bags, honestly, um, because that's probably what they're holding out for. But I mean, you have you have like these metrics, and you have these numbers, and you have um, these things that are supposed to happen, but then you also have human decision, right? <laughs> that can that can affect it. So um, I don't know. It I think that we're definitely going towards 100K, 200K is optimistic, but I I definitely think at some point this year we will pass 100K. That's my that's my prediction.
2: Yes, let's see. I mean, I think it's an uh, in- interesting topic. I, I don't think anyone can really predict you know, what's going to happen. Uh, but I, 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 I have a tendency to agree with you. So I think we should follow up on that. So anyone in the audience has uh, a take on that? I want to uh, you know, give his opinion. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I
3: I actually um I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, both
2: of you. <laughs> no, I just wanted
1: to encourage audience to speak. If uh if you wanna say if you wanna have some thought to share, then oh okay, then raise your hand. We have Tawi.
4: we're uh, oh, we're yeah. going to we're going to two and a half million this year, guaranteed.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I hope well, so.
4: <laughs> I, we got nothing to Let's worry about, so. guys. <laughs> We're going to two million bags
1: yen, bags, yen or
3: dollar. We're um, gonna record this, yeah.
4: Don't worry, mark my words, guys. The coin, but I think I personally think I'm gonna go with a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I think around October 23rd, I'm going with that.
2: That's so very nice. precise,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, I know my stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: okay, let's recall that, you know, when he's coming, with oh my God.
3: <laughs> I, I, uh, to
4: touch on some of the NFT stuff, man, the, the, the Valonians, I think that could explode. And I could really bring so many eyes to Vela's to because I've been watching it. I've just kind of like recently gotten into the NFT space, uh, actually because of Benjamin. He, he got me into an NFT and I had absolutely no idea anything about it. And I just blindly jumped into it and threw money at it. And it actually like exploded for, it had a good little pump. And I started looking at it, and, and then you start really thinking about all the, the uh, possibilities with it, right? And, you know, I've done music for a long time. Obviously, the music industry is going to start flowing into it now. Ever since they saw Blau make $11 million, I'm pretty sure almost every DJ in the world right now is copying him and getting ready to do, you know, NFT-style mu- uh, music releases. So I think, like, launching the, the Valonian thing could be, like, a huge, huge boost if we do it. You know, it's obviously, it's timing, too. Right now, NFTs are so hot.
3: I I also see a, a lot of potential for fashion, for example. Oh, yeah. um, we are I'm, I'm on the board of of a, a museum which is only uh, existent in virtual reality. At the beginning, I thought it was just crazy to do this, um, but now we are going to open up uh, a space uh, on Decentraland, so it's going to be a, a museum opening. Wow. And uh we will have like uh, even a fashion show, you know. <laughs> it's this is quite crazy and, oh and I was Oh my god, called... this
2: is so cool. Let me know when this is up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be I think this end of this uh, month.
0: Did you buy the land already? Did you guys yes. buy it with Mana?
3: The, yeah. The land? yeah. Oh nice. Um, what kind of
0: plot did you get?
3: Oh, I I don't know. I I, I wasn't so much involved uh, in the whole architecture oh. of, of this uh, space, but it's I've seen a few images. Uh, it's it's really nice. Uh, it's like a three store story um, uh, museum. It looks uh, some something like a Zaha Hadid or something. <laughs> but, um, it's also interesting, for example, for architects. You know, so if, if somebody's uh, like very a creative architect or designer there's so many uh opportunities nowadays to create something uh, in in virtual space so uh, yeah it's I think- it's
0: amazing and, and and the metaverse is expanding rapidly there's a bunch of different ones now that people are building and buying plots of land and there's also a lot of companies that are that are investing in land in the metaverse because um if you think about it it's it's It actually, in some ways, is is, from an advertising standpoint. You can probably like one day you could do like like you said like a fashion show. The next day you could do like a town hall for like politics. The next day you could do like a a concert. You know what I mean? So it's like you actually it's more flexible from a from a just a viewership or like just like if that's your goal, you're prioritizing um, getting eyes on your brand or or you want to evangelize something. Like you you actually have more options as far as like what you can do in a shorter period of time at an easier scope um, than you would if you say owned an event space right Um, and there's a lot there'd be a lot more planning with like a a, in real life event space whereas you know once they start getting enough users and enough people that are in these you know metaverses like Decentraland and I think the other one's CryptoPixels and uh, Sandbox I think that's the other one right Um, yes yeah yeah so like and, and, yeah yeah exactly and 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 the land is actually going for like prices comparable to like <laughs> real estate in like third world countries so and it blows silly. my mind um... it's, it's not silly though right because it,
4: it's all about value right well I mean it's we're all, like 100% I mean it's just silly that you know in the way that it's like it's amazing that's it's, that it's happening I mean we're all honestly you'd think that the virtual reality aspect of it would be you know that I'm sure they're all jumping on it Really, really yeah. you know, going all in on it because pretty soon, you know, you just link up your headset, being decentralized, and using crypto. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing too, right? Is like, so you buy,
0: you buy the plot of land, right? Which is an NFT. So then that proves ownership to what, mm-hmm. but then you have the flexibility to do what you want on the land. You can build on top of it. You can sell it on the secondary market. You can resell your land just like you would sell a property in yeah. the form of an NFT, right?
4: So it's Absolutely, like, it's crazy. It's it it it's, it's so. And cool. the thing is, you know, the, the thing is, like the younger generations, like this, that's just normal to them now. Like this is, it's crazy to you know people a little older to think that this it's going in this direction. But you know, my eight year old son, I he doesn't care about money. He wants Robux. You know, he wants. He doesn't want anything else. He wants to be in the video games. That's it. You know, so it makes <laughs> yeah. sense.
2: Yeah, whereas like yeah. for me, you know, I'm older, and I'm like, okay, what are all those stuff, you know, going on? I can't just try on not this all those platform. You know, I've been trying to use the da- da- Dapper Labs, and what a kitty cat!
4: <laughs> I think uh, the Coin Bros are gonna do their next album, NFTs, <laughs> cool. crypto, a crypto album.
2: And then, yeah, yeah, no, that's more interesting for adults, I think. <laughs>
1: so we have also news which we have collected in the nft field yes
2: uh, shirley thank you just
1: mentioned about <laughs> the nba <laughs> yeah we I mean, like
2: the nba thing was that uh, it's absolutely crazy i mean like uh, i don't know guys if you've been following up that but like, for me i I'm, I'm not a major sports fan right when you see that um you know, nba top shops they just release. Like 10,631 packs of basketball video hashed to the floor of the blockchain for a record of 1.45 million in revenue. This is crazy, right? I mean, like, you know, like people are it's just so much money going going on there. Um, and the project latest pack drop, which uh, at its peaks, had over 200,000 hopeful collectors waiting in line for what are essentially... Serialized National Basketball Association highlights pushes a total pack generated revenue to uh, 7.38 million for the eight months old NBA top shop, according to uh, CoinDesk. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Because this is
4: just insane to me. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the collectibles in like, uh, sports cards, uh, at least here in the US, it's massive. Like, it's, it's really big and growing um i mean it's been like that for years and years but uh i i mean you're going to see the nba you're going to see baseball you're going to see everybody doing it now and it makes sense i i think that really does make like a lot of sense for for nfts it's just so simple right like you just basically yeah. it's, just like, it's like buying a pack of cards and you it's randomized you can get the good ones the bad ones people keep coming back for more it's it's you know it's actually i think the best one of the best use cases for it right out the gate
2: yeah, that's true. It, it makes me think about, you know, when I was young, you know, we had like, this album where you had like the card and you had to put the card on the album of all those sports shots, right? So, but yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: And you also, I mean, when you start adding things in there that start going up in crazy value, now you get just everybody wanting to own them, right? Not just collectors. When you have cards that are worth 50,000, 100,000, a million, all yeah. of a sudden it becomes, you're reaching out to the entire world wants it, you know, not just collectors.
2: Yeah, it's like you, everyone is like, uh, you know, wanted to see what it is and get into it. So I think it's also good, you know, for for the blockchain and for for you know mass adoption in general. That you know sure. we have like things like that going on. I think it also attracts people, and it's also good for education, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna bring so many people to blockchain. It's insane. NFTs are gonna bring the floodgates in.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited about it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, it
3: it really, it really is: I sometimes I, I have the feeling that uh, this whole that aren't familiar. Is, is, is just made for NFTs.: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is the bridge,
0: man. That's the, yeah. it's the bridge. It's the bridge you want to to running on the use it's, case. Uh,
4: yeah, for instance, my, um, you know my, my little brother, he's known that we've been in blockchain for five years, and he's never ever really cared. And as soon as NFTs started getting popular, he's an artist, right? And he's, he's all about it now. He wanted to learn about NFTs. How does he get his artwork? He wants to learn about blockchain. So, you know, that, that's just like proof right there that the entire world is interested in it now. Even my girlfriend's an artist, and, and she's like, she wants to learn how to do NFTs to put her artwork up, you know? And now musicians. Once you get music involved, the entire generation follows music, right? That's what kind of drives generations. Once all the musicians start doing it, all the fans have to go there to get their their music it's gonna take over yeah it
0: really is the the on-ramp that we've been waiting for um because it it, what it does is it kind of introduces because like i mean let's be let's be honest right so blockchain and cryptocurrency and stuff like that it's very money-driven and while nfts are still money-driven and there's always the value behind it what it's doing now is it's introducing like like passion right it's introducing art culture things that people love um Regardless of money, right? So, so what it's doing is is bringing in a whole new kind of sector of people that are really excited about it, um, and it's and it's just the beginning. We, you know, we're we're just scratching the surface. So, yeah. I'm I'm I think I'm so bullish on NFTs. I think that it's I think it's it's the way forward. Honestly,
4: yeah. it's a great and just, just for the artists too. You know, it's just a, such a like a, an amazing way for artists all of, of every type of genre to actually have another way of of making a living. Really, you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it brings also some fun, you know, and it brings something concrete to you know what actually the technology can bring to the world. I, I find like really fascinating, you know. I can't wait to get my. I can't wait to get my first one. I'm on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> sure, yeah, some, you sometimes
3: on you can claim a free NFT. You know, sometimes uh, yeah. they give they are giving them away. So uh-huh. I mean, the CryptoPunks were free as well at the beginning for wow. the primary market. And oh once God. they were claimed, uh, they were also not very expensive at that time on the secondary market. But I was, I was trying to get my first uh, fashion NFT uh, from the Crypto Fashion Week last week. Unfortunately, I was too late, but uh, it's quite fascinating. If you buy a, such an NFT, you can uh, wear it on a like like wear it and and, and make a photograph, you know, with that clothes. What do so you strange. wear it?
4: To, do you? I, wear I don't
3: know. There's uh, some kind of uh, apps or programs where you can basically wear that uh, clothes. Uh, you, you just take a photograph of yourself, and 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 then you 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 put that clothes on, and <laughs> so you have kind of like a, a photograph of yourself in cyberspace or something.
2: <laughs> that sounds interesting. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Anyone else? Had any take on, on 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 that thing?
3: I'm sorry.
2: Do you have any other? take on that sherry george
1: no i'm just wondering like i think like recent news about the nfts and the increased momentum for these tokens uh, i wonder if if it comes only from the bitcoin uh, bump and other cryptocurrencies rallying and from people spending more time indoors because of corona restrictions or if it's really here to stay and it's it's gonna like explode
3: it's definitely here to stay i i think uh i mean i i can see it uh, how many people are investing like uh, huge sums and 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 uh, big players are trying to buy these platforms and um i mean everybody wants to get into the space i i think it's it's going to be a growing market it's going to grow a lot but yeah it's like I also ahead, believe sorry. that uh, s- some of the artists that are really, uh, you know, very successful at the moment, they might disappear at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that I
0: think that what, like, for instance, like what streaming and like um, digital, like downloads, did for like um, the music industry. I think that's what NFTs are going to do for artists, because it's, it's, it's pretty revolutionary. Um, and, and for the longest while, everything's been kind of like in place, like how things are supposed to be done. And now people have options, right? They have options with ways that they can do to put their art forward or they can put these different stores of value and, and, um, really, really push forward like a, like a new generation of how creatives artists and stores of value are, are really like perceived um in an increasingly digital world right so the you know like you said the corona has caused a lot of people to stay indoors but this is like such a needed and amazing thing to come around because a lot of artists were dying you know like they couldn't do live shows they you know an artist you know nobody was going to an art gallery to go look at an artist's art you know like so everything had to be online and now with this medium where people can you know they can reach these people they can present the stuff that they're really passionate about in the art and, and the stuff that they love creating. It really just kind of lends itself to helping out their livelihood and it's only going to grow and, 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 more people are going to learn about it. And, and it's going to, I mean, imagine the innovations with NFTs five years from now, just in this past year, look at all, look at all the amazing things that have happened with it. And we're like new things are happening every day, breaking records. Imagine five years from now, um, the, the 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 creativity and 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 the different models and, and the revenue streams that it's going to do for, for I, artists yeah i, mean,
4: it, I think it, i think like with the bull run too, like the um you know we might have a bull run where the prices on coins and everything go up and then we have a big pullback and this and that but the nft market might keep going strong because it's not driven by that roll really, right it's driven by like art and people creating and constantly putting things out so we might see the financial side of crypto do the thing same thing it's always done every 4 years and then we might see nfts just start taking off even more <laughs> that's you know? that's a good point because it's not just about the finances right so and if, if it's a true ramp, you're starting to get kids from like trading cards and sports coming in and then you have music and you have art and, and all this like there would be no reason for it to fall off and just it would just exponentially keep getting bigger the more people to get into it
2: yeah, and I think we're going to see also new, um new standard, you know, like for uh, NFTs. Like I've, I was reading this morning that there was this new project called Allure Beat and uh, they have defined a new token standard called the ERC-1155, especially for music. I find it quite cool because basically, what I was saying is like unlike other NFTs, where uh, the metadata are hosted on a central web server, the metadata for music and images contained within the token implementation itself I think like, you know as a lawyer for me it's pretty important because if the website were you know to take uh, to shut down forever, you will still be able to run the art and beat generator script and store uh, on the ethereum blockchain in perpetuity right um and Mark Cuban, the famous millionaire, you know, was saying that he's the most genius ideas ever. So I think we're gonna see like so many new stuff going on, and uh, it's gonna be pretty cool, right? I
4: actually, uh, I actually bought two Euler beats. That's the ones I got into with uh, Benjamin. Oh, we did. Yeah, but I yeah, sold, well, I, I, I
0: posted them. it, I posted <laughs> it as my pick, um, like about a week ago when it first was popping off, yeah. and we bought about like thirty thousand dollars worth of Euler beats, um, at around like two three ETH a piece. And they went all the way up to like 12 ETH, um Mm -hmm. and that's just on the financial side but like mark cuban was talking about it gary v was talking about it um and the the thing about it is is generative right so like they have the original prints of the euler beats which are these like mathematical equations that make these sounds like these little bits of music right yeah but what i think the thing that was so amazing about euler beats was it basically showed a way that musicians can have a generative basically trustless uh, residual income stream. So basically they would have the the OG prints, right? Which are, there's only one of each and there's 27 of them, right? But then there's 120 prints of the originals. Now, the originals get a percentage every time someone burns people. And here's another thing. There's a reserve for all the money that's spent for the the prints. Um, It goes into a reserve. So when somebody buys a print, they don't have to sell the NFT on a secondary market. There's a reserve where they could literally just burn the NFT. And then the amount of prints goes back to what it was previously. So um, it eliminated the feeling of, oh, I bought this NFT, but if I want to sell it, then I have to get someone to actually buy it off of me, right? So now people can. there's a reserve uh, that's all in the smart contract where people can literally just, if, they, if they're like, okay, well, I, I, you know, I want to get rid of this. I want to um, maybe buy a different NFT. They can literally just burn it like that. And then every time they burn it or somebody buys a print, the original owner of the the uh, the LP, they call them LPs, the original owner of the the 27, whichever number that they burn or uh, mint, they get a percentage of that. So it's generative. It's It's like it's like kind of like a whole ecosystem. And now imagine if like you had like a top artist do that, you know. Think about the revenue stream
2: there, it's crazy. Like this, this, yeah, this is really, really cool. I I, I really like it also in the fact that he really empowers artists, you know, like it's like, I feel like, you know, the whole philosophy uh, of crypto and blockchain is like, is really there where we empower individuals, you know, to get to work for themselves without like, I mean, too many, I mean, there is in between and it really helped you know, people growing and growing their own business, uh, especially in this field, I find, I find it really cool. You know, when I saw that, I was seeing it was a couple of days ago, I was like, oh my God, this project is so cool. I love it.
1: <laughs> Does anyone in the audience has anything to add about NFTs or any questions to our experts? Then... Well, there is a the news that we have missed, uh, that we are
2: from which we haven't talked about, Jerry. Really, uh, yes. you know. Um, but, uh, I think it, it came up this morning. you want to talk about it?
1: Yeah, so about the Bitcoin artist uh, cryptography. I don't know yeah. if you, Kalani, until we heard about it. It's it's in in U.S. So uh, Bitcoin artist cryptocraffiti concludes 12-city billboard exhibit with $10,000 worth of Bitcoin treasure hunt, So he will drop a hint every day with the billboards until someone solves the private key puzzle to take the 0,21 Bitcoin price. And partly visual, partly performance art, the latest exhibition takes place in each of the 12 Federal Reserve branch cities like Atlanta, Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Kansas City, uh, Minneapolis, New York, Philadelphia, Richmond, San Francisco, and St. Louis. And each part is a, having a variation of cryptographic this United Notes of Bitcoin piece. And it bears its own unique statement. Have you, have, has no, anyone heard about
4: I it? I haven't heard of that, but that seems like they should be giving away more than 10,000 in Bitcoin for the amount of money they're spending on that. They should yeah, do a whole Bitcoin Yeah, it's one
2: artist. Yeah, but Um, it's it's, it's very cool, again, because it raises awareness and curiosity for, like, normal people that
1: have no clue what is blockchain and crypto, right?
4: Yeah, are they doing it all over the, like, they're going to do big billboards all over the the country?
1: Yeah, in in the 12 cities, which I just mentioned, yeah. Well, so I think like you know, people yeah, are going to see though. that, normal
2: people that have no clue, you know, why is blockchain and crypto, they're going to see that, it's going to say, oh, interesting what well, it is, right? And like, I think it's really cool that they're doing that.
1: And I just checked out his website and he has such cool art. Like, it's all crypto-related and super modern.
2: Very cool. I
1: wonder how I could get myself one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know, Shari,
2: if you find out. <laughs>
0: and i mean that just that's right there that's just the perfect case in point of what we were talking about previously is that's innovation right like you've got these really creative minds figuring out ways to like basically evangelize like cryptocurrency through nfts and and like you, you have so many creative minds coming back into the space doing all these different things um it's it's just there's no it's limitless that's i think that's the beauty of 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 the way that the direction that it's going is it's limitless. The possibilities are just there every day. There's different there's different ways people are doing things, and it's it's such an exciting time.
2: Yeah, I think it's I think we're in like an amazing period of time where we can see things changing and transforming, and we are just part in something which is really big. I find it really cool.
1: Yeah, Georg, do you have any thoughts? about the last news
3: yes uh i was just trying to get the micro on (laughs)
1: maybe you can get me the cryptographic pieces so anyone anyone wants any art piece or any advice then georg is the guy georg (laughs) thank you you. i need
4: need some advice how to get one of those uh crypto punks yeah Yeah, i need i need an original
1: okay georg's microphone i guess is Hard. tired
3: <laughs> um i i don't know i mean uh, i remember the time where you could buy them for like 20 bucks you know um <laughs> you could buy a whole bulk of them you know yeah. <laughs> so it was it would have been a, a good uh good investment at that time but i i i don't know um now they are quite expensive. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, may- maybe it's going still up. Maybe it's going to stay like that. But I think uh, this uh, pizza token will be quite interesting. That That is something that I'm following now and it's going to be launched uh, quite soon. And, uh, well, there are a few artists which you can buy for very little money. They are not so... So expensive. Like, um, there's this guy who uh, who is uh, creating the Deep Dream algorithm.
1: Georg, we lost you again. We cannot hear you, Georg.
2: I think I Georg is it. trying to disappear right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my God, it's
3: been almost one hour. <laughs> for Sweet little fact. money. And uh, you never know. It can uh, become very expensive at some time. The thing is that also he's not, uh, I, I don't think he he can uh, create many artworks because he's very much controlled uh, through Google. Which, so, which so,
1: artist did you speak about right now? Because it was cut off. It's,
3: uh it's Alex uh Mordvinsev. Uh he's uh, if if you Google uh like uh, Deep Dream algorithm, you will find his name. And and he made an addition of a hundred. Uh, it's it's something that I bought, for example. <laughs>
1: Do you mean Deep Dream, uh, which is an experiment that visualizes the patterns learned by a neural network?
3: Yes, uh, these these are these kind of surrealistic, uh, uh, they look like uh, something... Like a LSD uh, pictures or something.
1: Oh yeah, I see that right now. And yeah, yeah, uh,
2: there's one of Van Gogh. Looks very cool. I love it. Mm-hmm.
3: Th- there was there was. Uh, I think it was invented around, I would say, 2015. And there was a huge uh, um, like uh, movement. Everybody was making their pictures with Deep Dream. And uh, most people didn't know that there was an artist who created this algorithm. And uh, probably he wasn't uh, aware that he's an artist. But I think those those uh, programmers are very interesting. Uh, The ones who invent a new algorithm to create art and they make their first art piece. That's what I would say is, is historical and that's worth collecting. Because uh, at the moment, we are experiencing a a huge hype um, around artworks that are, they look nice, but they're not really uh, historically important. And on the other hand, you would find uh, a few things which are really valuable.
1: Nice. Thank you for your insights, Georg, and your investment. Tips.
3: No no guarantees. I wish I uh, would have heard you <laughs> two years
1: ago and three years ago on Crypto Banks. So so, uh,
3: yeah.
2: so to, to, where do we buy this uh, this artwork of Alexander because I'm trying to google it. No I'm like, i I will, I will
3: send you a. I will send you a, a WhatsApp message.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
3: <laughs> hey, hey everyone, I
0: have to uh, I have to step out to a meeting here in a second, but it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to everyone and yes. uh, can't it's wait for the next one.
3: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Thanks for having me up next here. And talking yes NFTs. This has been a lot of fun. Yes.
4: Yes. Nice Thank to meet you guys. Nice to meet you, Jared. Take care. And nice if you guys you. need Bye. any, uh, if you need any price predictions, let me know.
2: Okay, <laughs> I will put that in mind.
3: <laughs> so, so what do you think it's going to cost in five years?
4: What? What is what going to cost?
3: Well, my my NFT tip.
4: Oh, yours. yours I'm going with probably about five hundred thousand. I got to get a couple. <laughs> I got to get a couple of those myself. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> Do we have anyone in the audience that wants to weigh in on NFTs? Roman, Bale? nope. So, do you have any end notes, Georg and Delphine? Not
3: on my hand, but I will have to finish finish up. I'm going to have uh, another call. Few minutes. Um, then we're well,
1: finishing up. Thank you. If so there is any question,
3: I, I can still. Yeah. We, thank you. Everybody can reach and, you uh, out well, on LinkedIn. Hopefully... Right. Yes, uh, that's the easiest way exactly. And, 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 and I'm and always and, posting news about NFTs and art. So.
1: Yes. Follow Georg um, Georg back. Anybody yeah. who is
3: okay. interested, uh, they can certainly follow my page. All right, and, well, it's pleasure meeting <laughs> or seeing you again and speaking to you. And let's follow up uh,
1: All right. another yeah,
3: thank time, you so maybe. Much. Physical space,
2: thank you so much. Yeah, we'd have the pizza party here, right? Yes, pizza party. I'm of course, yeah, to
3: I that. will, I will, <laughs> I will let you know once we have uh, that arranged.
1: Awesome! <laughs> all right, so all right, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.